Hello and welcome to No Refunds. My name is Dwight and joining me this week is... Brian. Yeah, and... Alex. Yeah, and... Tiffany. Yeah, and we are No Refunds, uh, back to full strength for the first time in, I think, a couple of weeks, so that's good. Uh, coming hot off of our, our interview with Donuts, which was a lot of fun. Um, so thank you all for listening to that. Uh, this is going to be another fun episode. I think we've got a bunch of random stuff to talk about. It's a good catch-up episode. What have you been up to? What's been going on? Uh, you know, the usual junk. I don't what, People are shaking their heads, and I'm assuming it's... Because they hate me. Uh, <laughs> but to start, we received a single email. Oh, my God. Okay. Wow. It just looked long. It's not that long. It's three paragraphs plus a hello. It starts with, hey. I see my, I see my name in it. Well, yeah, you're, you're the most famous member of the podcast, so it makes sense that you would have a name in it. Uh, hey, all you beautiful people. Once again, I completely forgot that I wrote an email. Therefore, I have no idea how much time it took to, cr- to transcribe that episode segment. Uh, I want to say at most 30 minutes. On the subject of yeet, I am 29, as most of you know, and I use that word. Probably more than I should. The Bachelor Alex application was created. Hold on. I'm reading this through my microphone and it is fucking with my eyes because like um, depth perception is hard. So I need to make this bigger. Sorry, everyone. That's what she says. Yeah, make it bigger, baby. <laughs> make it bigger. Nice. Make it also, bigger. you should put it in, uh, in dark mode. I don't know. Yeah, this is, atro- this is atrocious. Yeah, well. I don't know if I've done that. No, I'm just kidding. Don't mess with it now. Too late. Too late. Too late. Oh, God. This is derail. So, hi. What what have you guys been up to? I have strong opinions on light and dark mode, apparently. Yeah. If you use light mode, you're wrong. I use, I have, I have dark mode for like everything else. Where do I even fucking turn on dark mode? Honestly, I think I use light, I use dark mode on everything on my phone and tablets and stuff, but on computers, I don't change anything. Dark mode, dark mode or die. I'm with Tiffany on this one. This is, I've shared this, uh, my my Gmail, like a thousand times and no one has (laughs) has commented on it yet. So yeah, well, someone clearly has a strong, (laughs) someone has a strong opinions and fine. I wasn't, I wasn't brave enough to, to say it. I needed Brian to say it first. Yeah. She didn't feel like she had a safe space when it was just <laughs> you and me talking. She didn't want to be the one throwing you under the bus, but she wanted yeah. to watch. Yeah, but you're the one driving she it. Want, yeah, no, no, she <laughs> wanted one. to drive it. She wanted to make sure Brian oh. was here to throw you under it. <laughs> okay. Open ahead. the doors, come on in. Beep, beep. Okay, thump, sorry. thump, thump. Con- continue. That's, that's you hitting me. Um, okay, yep. so uh, the Bachelor Alex uh, application was created based off of the actual bachelor application that you can find online hence some of the questions like what is the closest city to you i do not miss facebook poke wars but they have unfortunately been replaced by vitriolic political wars under posts like hey look at this silly thing so i think we lost that battle a bit attached you will find my favorite album blah 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 blah. this is not something we need um because this person along with bonnie's is jess by the way, uh, along with Bonnie's Je- Jesse, Jesse, but he he signs it Jesse, but the email says from Jess. So I think it's inc- important to say 
Jesse because we had someone else on the show named Jess. Very true. Very yes. Um also I made a t-shirt for Tiffany and if she wants an actual one, I ordered a t-shirt for me recently from Custom Ink that was relatively affordable. Uh the images attached should be the proper size and document color mode. Uh what else? Oh yeah. Super Wait, cool. Is this in is this in reference to the t-shirt? <laughs> Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> so the t-shirt designs are a picture of Miyagi's for, face. This oh is audio, God. so I should probably say what it says. Yes. <laughs> I will... Go ahead. <laughs> no, you go ahead. No, I'm so excited. It's in... It's re the last episode where I... I don't know. You talk, because I don't remember what it's... Re- I don't remember. I don't even remember the context. Remember. But this is, a, this is a big old throwback to about a year ago when we recorded last. Uh, <laughs> talking about Mr. Miyagi on... Um, we were talking about how badass the, the adult fight scenes were in the new version of of cobra um, kai what is the show cobra kai Kai, um because i haven't watched it but uh i referenced miyagi being one of the best fight scenes in the original and so this was the don't fuck with miyagi uh (laughs) shirt that came out of that this is actually it's actually fantastic like i love i I really (laughs) like this design quite a bit i also custom ink is really cool the the font was an inspired choice and I love this. I want this on a t-shirt and I'm going to make this happen. Actually, Brian, read the t-shirts. I almost bought you a t- like a t-shirt for myself and sent you it with money and a Sharpie and was going to say, make me a shirt. Okay. So that might happen still. And then I'll rent a t-shirt cannon to safely <laughs> deliver it through your window. Yes. Oh, yes. When, am I, when am I getting cheese it's safely delivered oh, to me? Put a pin on. in that. Hold, hold on. Can I do this right now? Of course. Yeah, totally. Hold on. Uh, she's got a, a whole thing, not planned, but oh, is she just gonna eat these in front of us? You'll see. Yeah, exa- it's actually uh, <laughs> she's, a, she's a, just gonna open like her unhinged jaw like a snake and just take the entire box of cheeses and just. It's like a choreographed down. dance that she's been Wait, figuring if out she's with. She's gonna it, open something. I need to see her full screen. And it, right now, I see the, oh, a shared screen. It is. Yeah, it shouldn't <laughs> be opening it, but I uh, th- you can double click on her. No, uh, here, let me. I'm not opening it. It's just. Oh. It's a box. It's a box. You're going to ship it to me? <laughs> That's a little bit spoiling the surprise. Some, but... I'm eating you some, or- some Oreos. I'm eating <laughs> you some Cheez-Its, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> They're coming to you. So you got that to look forward to in <laughs> the near future. The most exciting. You know what's great? My parents went to Sam's Club this weekend, and they were like, hey, do you want anything? And I was like, extra toasty Cheez-Its. Because I I've been told that I was gonna get them twice and then still yeah, you've prevented now been taunted me. by multiple I've, friends. I've been taunted by multiple friends with them, and I was like extra toasty cheeses. And my parents came back with fucking regular cheeses, <laughs> and Ooh, and they're just they're just not as good. They're great. I love well, cheeses. Wrong, I think it's so funny that, that that's a personal preference of yours is the extra toasty ones, and it speaks to why they exist. Like yeah. I don't, I don't think I would enjoy them as much. I don't much, think I've but... ever had them. Like I the, we we well, when we bought them, we bought just jumbo cheese. But we bought we bought jumbo cheeses and we bought extra toasty cheeses and we were going to eat them at the Super Bowl and I was like this would be my first time trying extra toasty cheeses. I was really excited. And we after Alex didn't come over because it was snowing, um we I ended up like staring at those boxes for a while and then we just opened up and demolished the jumbos in like a week oh, less yeah. than. <laughs> um you, and then you know what? 
uh, Dwight, I, I have a box coming in the mail soon of extra toasty cheeses. I'll bring them to your house and we can share them. That sounds wonderful. <laughs> when, when did you put that order in? That's amazing. It's so coincidental um, that... Right around, right around the Super Bowl time. <laughs> it's coincidental that we're going to be sending you some as well. Uh, shipping, oh. ship, shipping was delayed because of the weather. Ooh. Um, excuse me. And so, yeah. like, I but I've... I've been tempted to tear them open and try them, but I didn't. I didn't. <sighs> I mean, I wouldn't blame you if you had. They're, I'm going to let the good. cat out. Hold on. Extra toasty cheese. Who let Spencer out? Who They're coming to you. Spencer out? Big old Spencer break. Spencer. Spencer. He's a cat. I'm He's sure he'll cat. be in to see you very I soon. Think, I think I'm, like, weird when it comes to my Cheez-It preferences in general, though, because, like, I kind of like the ones that have the little extra dusted flavorings, like the white parm and, and that kind of stuff, and or, like, white cheddar, and a lot of people don't like those as much. Yeah, you're you're into, the, like, the zestier st- side of Cheez-Its. Yeah, like the ones that have a little tang to them or something. Like the Doritos. The spicy side. ones, those are good. I don't think I've ever had the hot and spicy. I've definitely had the white cheddar and the extra cheddar, and those are fine. This is like almost like the flavor blasted goldfish. Like you can get into that conversation. Oh. Like I'm not that big a fan of the flavor blasted <laughs> stuff. I like mine to be like just the regular, like regular blasted. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> just, what I was gonna say. Like, like it doesn't need to be blasted normal... with flavor, just blasted with cheese. Like, a normal amount of blasting. I think, yeah, I think I'm the reverse with with goldfish i think i'm with you guys on goldfish because like they're meant to be like you eat a bajillion of them you know right. what i mean like yeah and, yeah, yeah you eat one um, i guess would it be called like a package not, not a sleeve yeah. but one of those little one, one of those school okay <laughs> thank you obviously <laughs> fucking no shit okay if 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 their serving size doesn't say one school of fish that is a marketing failure it's a missed opportunity um while we're on the topic of goldfish, superior goldfish flavor, pizza. Pizza goldfish or die. Pizza's not M- bad. Middle school I- Brian would have agreed with you. I-, I think current Brian, I'm I'm like either an original or just a cheddar. Actually, mm-hmm. rainbow. I'm gonna go with rainbow. Rainbow yeah, I was is gonna fantastic. Say, rainbow's real good. Pizza original rainbow. Rainbow with shapes. That's amazing. They've like a Disney one recently with like little little Mickey Mouse ears. Um, pretzel goldfishes can go fuck right off though because just eat regular pretzels at that point. That's that oh. that makes no sense. Yeah, they're a downgrade of both. Yeah, graham cracker cheese its like Ooh. the ones that are like the shape. They were like graham crackers, but they were shaped like goldfish. Those are also delicious. What are the knockoff uh, cheese its Are they like t- toasto toasties or something like that? Uh, those cheese its are goldfish. Cheese nips. Cheese nips. Yeah, cheese nips can nips. fuck right off. Cheese nips are disgusting. <laughs> Man, Dwight, you and I have never agreed so hard on something. <laughs> they, they are. I they, don't mind cheese nips, but they're definitely worse. <laughs> like, I don't know if I've ever. No, they leave it. They have like a terrible aftertaste. After you eat like fifty of them, like they taste disgusting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whoever thought, up, whoever thought up Cheez-Its was like, man, I like the taste of Cheez-Its and my own asshole. Like, let me combine those two things. I've and they nailed it. And you never I've will been... as long as we're married. Uh, yeah, I don't have... <laughs> I have no desire to eat a cheese nip. Now I just picture, like... <laughs> I don't know. 
but 10 now years, 10 years later like in your marriage she's like sneaking out of the house just to get cheese nips <laughs> just to get my cheese nips and i, I, I honestly, find the stashes of boxes that just like tumble out of the out of the closet okay or you hire a private investigator <laughs> to get pictures of tiffany eating cheese nips in her but, car but who who named them cheese nips because all i'm thinking of is like somebody with cheese on their nipples yeah cheese nips I mean, like it's like a bad I mean, super the original inspiration it's like a bad super villain like oh watch out for her old cheese nips I, I assume it's an inside joke between like people who dress up like the monopoly man and like go to like those rich people clubs where they eat food off of people and they always mm-hmm. save the cheese nips for last and so yeah. that's where like the cheese nip name came from wait what is a cheese nip well the, sorry, the cheese on the nipple part of the the person that they're eating off of oh what is it? What is this episode that we are recording right now? We're responding to Jesse's email. Is- Obviously, how does this have anything to do with Jesse's email? This is everything to what do with Jesse's email. What have I created? He says, "Been loving all the content coming out, and can't wait to see what the rest of the year brings." By the way, it brings the great cheese oh. cheese it war of 2021. Also, I don't know. Okay. I think Tiffany just went and got the toasted cheese it for you, so that's why. I don't, it's her fault. I don't, I don't even remember. remember how we got to the cheese it conversation. I don't know how we got here, but we're here now. Um, we are here. Okay, I just got to finish off Jesse's email. Uh, much love. Uh, thank you, Jesse. <laughs> Fantastic. Wow. 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 Uh, yeah, wow. wow is right. Wow. wow. We spent well, like 20 minutes talking about that email and most of it was talking about Jesus. I feel like that's we a good place. a fair amount about the t-shirt design. That was good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. I feel like that's a good place to leave this episode. That was fun. All right, that thanks. Was this has been another episode of No Refunds. That was yeah. the whole episode, Cheez-Its and T-Shirts. But I yeah, guess... That's, that's going to be the name, name of the episode right there. Cheez-Its and T-Shirts. Or T-Shirts. Cheese shirts Cheez- and T-Its. Or tits. Cheez-Its. <laughs> that doesn't work. Cheez- um, it's a nips. Okay, but if we I don't were know what's if, happening. if we were theoretically to continue, um, Brian, what would you want to talk about? Uh, I guess I would want to talk probably a lot more about cheese tips. <laughs> no. um, I guess what we've been up to lately. Yeah, you know? what have you been up to, Brian? Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't have the uh, answer. <laughs> work i guess um yeah it feels like work forever and and winter forever but uh as distractions from work i've been trying to get more use out of my switch because it allows me to game under a blanket which i feel like is a huge you know upside to handheld systems in general when, um, when you say game under a blanket is it like the blanket's over your head no no it's just like most of my body is covered and then like gotcha. only the the least amount of skin showing is what i go for just the fingers above the blanket that kind of with the switch that gets really and heavy. like the eyes we got to get you a snuggie <laughs> it's up here yeah or like really cool uh a really nice um gaming like mittens or something <laughs> warm gloves uh yeah so i've been playing bravely default 2 because that came out fairly recently um i was excited to watch some of the uh recent I don't know what they're called. Like Nintendo calls them directs. There was like a Pokemon direct and then there was a PlayStation state of play. Um, so those were fun to watch. And then otherwise just, you know, magic in between checking emails for work, magic on magic arena. Mm-hmm. So, so bravely uh, default, what, um, 
is that? I know it's like an RPG, and I think it's made by Square, but uh, but beyond mm-hmm. that, I'm not very familiar. I never played the first one. So, like, what kind of an RPG is it, or, or what do you do? Yeah, so the first one, it was basically a spiritual successor to kind of like the, the job-based Final Fantasy games. So it is made by Square Enix. It's definitely high on the nostalgia factor. Um, I would say the reason to play it uh, if you're going to pick it up is for the job system meaning like as you play you can change the the skill sets uh, that your characters have and you can mix and match them so that's kind of the the fun part of the game the story is very bare bones like early final fantasy it's like crystals exist go get them you know like that's the story as far as i can tell uh, i would say if you're going to play one of them unless graphics are like a huge issue for you the first one's actually better than the second one <laughs> so far i mean i haven't gotten that deep in but um the second one just seems like a rehashing of the first one so far and that's been you know okay i guess but not like i haven't been super excited about it but, uh, it's been enjoyable but not like it's not something i would recommend to to people unless you really wanted like that head of nostalgia was the first one on the ds if i'm not mistaken or was uh, it on either, the switch yes or 3ds i don't i don't remember i'd have to look it up one of the dual screens <laughs> yeah yep uh, yeah it's been good it's been a nice way to just like like i said you know have something on in the background usually a twitch stream or whatever um uh or you know wandavision and then play <laughs> uh play role playing I, I almost think there's something to be said about those style of games where it's all, like a throwback but it's like not something that you need to be super paying attention to it's just kind of like a little grindy a little uh, not monotonous isn't sounds like a negative word but but i'm using it in kind of like a positive way you're just like a little bit repetitive and like a way that like you know making those bars go up feels good sometimes so i can yeah, completely yeah. understand uh what you're talking about especially with like trying out different combos of job systems and and seeing what yep. the different things are and like as you're experimenting with that you're just naturally getting stronger which is always fun yeah it's it's nice to have especially if i'm going to be watching something while playing um it's nice to have something i don't have to focus on 100 percent. like i can just kind of go through auto battles to some extent you know and know what i'm doing there um without having to you know really feel like i'm grinding um it's something i enjoy about handhelds in general nice yeah that's what's your favorite job class uh so far i mean i haven't unlocked all that many but uh, weirdly, I think Thief has been my favorite, just because it, there's a in Bravely Default there's a there's a mechanic where you can like choose to expend extra like actions to do lots of stuff all at once, and you can build it up by defending. So it actually gives you a reason to use the defend command. So like you defend and then build up actions and then expend them all at once. And Thief has some really cool interactions with that system. Um, that is just kind of unique to to bravely default you wouldn't really see it in other games so i've been enjoying that cool yeah i know i'm um, octopath traveler or something similar to that where like yep every turn you get like an additional point basically and you can store up to five of these points and you can use them to do like multiple attacks or empower abilities so right I, it's a fun and interesting way to 
twist the turn-based gameplay and make it more, you have to think about what you're doing sometimes. It's not just, you know, attack, 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 attack. Because that's a big complaint about older games and that, like that. Mm. Yeah, I never played um, Octopath, but having having played a little bit of Bravely Default 2, if somebody hadn't played Octopath, I would sooner point them that way if they're looking for a nostalgia hit, just because I've heard a lot better reviews and stuff of it like um you know not that bravely default is bad it's just like to be minus you know <laughs> somewhere right around there but, yeah cool. uh otherwise i mean like i said i've been trying to catch up on on wandavision a little bit which i i think we'll probably more likely talk about when it wraps up everybody will have opinions i'm sure um so yeah that's kind of been my thing. Oh, and I guess I've been revisiting, mostly due to the soundtrack, I've been revisiting Sayonara Wild Hearts on the Switch, which apparently is also on Steam now, so I can actually recommend it to people who don't want to play it on the Switch. Um, but that's a game that uh, I'm glad exists and is definitely not for everyone. <laughs> so um, for those who haven't played it, it's basically... Uh, let's see so it's very music focused uh it's sort of a rhythm game and it's sort of an infinite runner meaning like your character just moves and you're trying to dodge obstacles like so it's it's an interesting game the aesthetic is mostly why i would recommend it to anybody it's like 80s synth pop uh you know bisexual lighting great techno so that's what it is it's like a big mu not music video but it's like a whole album that's been turned into a video game kind of right yeah 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 it feels very much like playing through an 80s music video to some extent <laughs> nice oh man had daft punk just, broken up by the time we had <laughs> you just reminded me of something that i want to talk about man Do it. i, I talk didn't about even realize it. that so <laughs> are you gonna cry I'm very, I'm, i don't think i will but there's okay there's like try and make you cry there's like a seven percent <laughs> chance that i might which could go up over time so um uh, i just gotta remember the date what was last uh it was last monday right last monday sure Okay, so last Monday, whatever the date was, uh, fact checker. Somebody fact check me. If it was last Monday, then that was the 22nd. Okay, so last Monday, February 22nd, uh, Daft Punk. No, that would have been the... Oh, yeah. Sorry, continue. Daft Punk posted this video on their YouTube page that was titled Epilogue, and it was... A clip from their 2006, 2006 is what I'm going to say, movie Electroma, which was a really weird artistic movie that they, they directed and starred in. And, um, and it basically had Tomah exploding while Guy Man walks off into the sunset. And then at the end of the video, it said, uh, like, Daft Punk 1993 to 2021 and it was them announcing their breakup so 
it was as somebody who I mean I you, you may remember that I talked about um, their movie Interstellar five 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 in our oh, top which 10, I watched at your recommendation in yeah. our top ten films episode, which is something that I like I have sentimental value for I have nostalgia and I like I love the album Discovery I, lo- I love all of their albums for different reasons but Discovery is one that has stuck with me like consistently through my adult life um, it was it was like a really upsetting day for me <laughs> like I it had been eight years since they'd released an album because random access memories came out in 2013. So it had been a while, but I'm kind of used to waiting a while for music at this point, because a lot of bands that I listen to take like seven years to release an album. So I always had hope that there would be more music and there was talks of a new Tron legacy, uh, like a third Tron movie coming and, that Daft Punk might do the soundtrack for that. And I was like, okay, more Daft Punk, more Daft Punk. And then this happened and I was like, ow, fuck. Um, I, I basically spent the whole week just listening to Daft Punk music. I, I, I immediately that day that it was announced, I watched Interstellar 5555, which like, I like, I was in tears by the end <laughs> because it was just, I- I watched it that day too, I think, because you had been talking about it and kind of recommended it through Discord. So. Yeah, it, it's it's a really great story. <laughs> Even the part where Mozart walks into the pit. Best. No, he does not walk. He is shoved. Best part of that movie. Lost my shit the first time I watched it. Um, But like, uh, the, the music gets me every time. And the yeah, fact it's that really good. the fact that they had just broken up was a little emotional for me um and ever since then i've just been like listening to all their albums kind of on repeat i i went on youtube and i watched uh a recording of alive 2007 which was a thing that they used to do like in 1997 they did an alive tour and then in 2007 they did an alive tour and everyone thought they were going to do one in 2017 and then they didn't which was the first inklings that people were like whispering about them breaking up. And then there were the rumors about Tron three and they were like, Oh, Def Punk's coming back for Tron three. But then there wasn't an alive, but I watched the uh, recording of alive 2007. I I went down to my dad's. I, I know I've talked about it. I think I talked about it on an episode before. My dad has a really nice stereo downstairs where he, you know, gets high. Um, <laughs> And I went down there and I put on random access memories and I listened to it like full blast. It was, it it was a week. It was, a, you know. Do you consider the Tron albums to be albums? Because you just said that they haven't had an album since 2013 and wasn't Tron after that or was it before that? Am I making that up? Uh, Tron was before that, I thought. Oh, you're right. I think Tron I thought, is like 2008 or 9. No, nah, I think it's 2010. Okay. 2010, 2011 okay. is Tron Legacy. I'm thinking of the remastered. Didn't they just have like a remastered version of it that came out? So they, they had a uh, de-resed version, I think is what they called it. No, de-resed is just a song on the 
on the um, album. They had like a remixes version that came out that they didn't. They did a couple remixes, but not, it was just kind of a remix album. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um, the remix album is much less soundtracky and more yeah. albumy. It's yep. like more musical, I guess, rather yeah. than tonal. Yeah, <laughs> I think that makes sense. So, I just that's a little, to... that's a little uh, throwback to forgetting Sarah Marshall. <laughs> so, um, the the thing that they posted the um what was it called escape or, or epilogue epilogue thank you um i didn't realize it was from that 2006 movie and so watching it um i thought it was something they had produced specifically for this and in the 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 clip there it's kind of like you already said it like one is kind of walking ahead of the other one and one kind of stops and almost gets left behind before they turn around and, and then meet each other and then one goes off and it fucking explodes um yeah do yeah. do you think that that is an indication of maybe what happened in their relationship or do you think it's just a fun little artistic thing because i wonder if that's something that, that, that when they shot it they were like this will be perfect for when we just finish it like i wonder if they're planning with that far back uh i i would be surprised if their planning went that far back i just think it was a nice little way to say that they were they were splitting up like honestly if i had to speculate i would just guess that they're get they're getting a little old they they've probably feel like they've done everything that they wanted to do they kind of they had a progression of albums that felt natural and um, like satisfying. I don't know where they would have gone after random access memories. And you know, that they're each they're, they're in their forties at this point, late forties, I think. Um, And to be doing like EDM in your late forties might feel a little weird. (laughs) Um, But Honestly, I, I just think it was like, yeah, we're done. We'd like, we did it all. Let's go like live with our families and enjoy life. That's my, my guess. But they also like, since random access memories came out, they did a, a little producing, like they, they did collabs with the weekend and they produced a bunch of songs on his record so maybe they they just want to stop making music and start producing music with other artists which that would be cool but mm, who knows only two people know and maybe more but yeah they they those two people definitely know those two robots well, that's, that's what I don't understand. They're just robots, so why don't they just program more, and then right, we right. wouldn't have that problem? Yeah, that's a that's a good point. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. I remember when they won a bunch of Grammys for Random Access Memories. Everyone online was super upset that they didn't give acceptance speeches because they. Something that I always respected about them was they they wanted their music to speak for themselves and their art to speak for itself. So they didn't give interviews. They didn't talk to people. They just put out music and they put out movies, you know? Um, 
And so at the Grammys, they let like Pharrell Williams do the talking for them all the time. And everyone was like, why won't they fucking talk and take off their helmets? And I was just like, I like, I kind of respect that. Like I, I'm into that. Are those people uh, new? Because that would not shock me at all. That Daft yeah. Punk did not take off their helmets <laughs> like that. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of their thing. It's it sort of, of feels like the gorillas staying in character when they're accepting speeches. Absolutely. It's- Absolutely. Damon Albarn. I like, I love his music too. And I think I love it for the same reason. Like he does it under a character the guise of a character and he like role plays it basically is what it comes down to. And, uh, it's good. So yeah, I'm, I miss Daft Punk. Rip. Um, if you had to recommend one song, what would it be? Touch. It's a, it's a track off of random access memories. It's uh, actually the track that plays at the end of the epilogue video that they released. It's kind of, they, it's a, the part that's at the end of that epilogue is like a choral track that isn't in the original version. Um, But that track, that track is really good and it's really uh, heavy. Like it's it's a really really good musically and really good uh, thematically and emotionally. Nice, wonderful. Well, I believe we talked about before starting this uh, episode that everyone was responsible for their own transitions. So, yeah. if you want to hand it off to someone, uh, or if you have more to yeah. say, I mean, I could talk about something else because that wasn't even on my list of things that I wanted to talk about, and then. You said something about how Sayonara Wild Hearts was like a video game that was made around an album. And then I thought of Interstellar 5555. And then I remembered that Daft Punk broke up and I wanted to cry. Yes. Just like really quick. So um, I listened to the guy who produced the the album for Sayonara Wild Hearts also has a playlist of songs that inspired it. And I think it includes both Daft Punk and Churches. So yeah. Uh, which makes a lot of sense. That's awesome. Also, I, start, yeah, go oh, oh, I was just going to say, I started listening to Churches over the last couple of weeks, and it's very good. Church is so good. <laughs> yeah, so good. Um, so the other thing that I wanted to talk about, uh, oh, yeah, so over COVID at some point, I ordered uh, a new comic book not a new comic book it was the so black science is a comic book that i've read since it started back in god knows when 2013 2014 somebody fact check me that's got to be wrong um and they've been releasing deluxe hardcovers which is how i prefer to read my comics at this point because they're just they're bigger the art pops more it's just it's just all all together all around better so i had read the first 30 issues of it in floppies or single single issues and i waited to finish the comic until i got the last deluxe hardcover which came in the mail maybe two weeks ago So I decided last week was my break. I would read the whole thing all the way through front to back. And I finished it 
actually today. I finished it today. Uh, 43 issues. The first issue came out November 2013. God damn. Okay, so November 2013. It is... So, Black Science is a comic written by Rick Remender, who's one of my favorite comic book writers, as you know, you guys have probably heard me say a bunch of times. I don't know about people on the podcast, or like if I've said it on the podcast. Um, the art is by Matteo Scalera, and it's this really heavy, hard science fiction story about uh, the scientist Grant McKay, who creates this dimension-hopping machine called the Pillar, and it travels through the Eververse, jumping from dimension to dimension, alternate dimensions, basically, of our timeline. And it's about their him, his children, his mistress, um, his protege. They are all... The pillar is broken and can't travel back to their home dimension. And it's them kind of hopping through. It's almost Lost in Space-esque, where they're hopping through from place to place, trying to like find out how to fix it and get home. And it is a very existential comic. It's uh, a lot of it is about um, ethics, morality. Um, karma it's very very heavy and dense and dark and depressing but in a lot of ways it's also really optimistic and has a silver lining like a happiness around it if you push through it all and and like see the whole picture I absolutely love it I I can't recommend it highly enough it's only 43 issues the deluxe hardcovers are freaking gorgeous and yeah so that's pretty much all i wanted to say about that i don't know if any of you have ever read it no doubt doubt tiffany has (laughs) is it easier or harder to read than kirkman stuff um so it's I would say it's much easier to read than Kirkman because Kirkman is a slow ramp. Like it's hard to get into this. It hits the ground running and I was invested from issue one. Uh, It, it can be hard to push through certain issues because they get, there are certain issues that are just depressing as fuck. And it's just hard to emotionally push through those but the emotional satisfaction of getting all the way to the end is worth it i would say nice uh so so does this like rank up there with like saga and east of west and like lock and key is it is it on I, that in, in that echelon of like all time greats type of thing i would put it below saga and lock and key because uh well Saga's not over yet, but man, Saga's the greatest thing ever. Saga's never going to end. Saga's Saga never going to end. Sa- just... Well, yeah, that's that's the problem. Saga probably is over. But I hold out hope. Fuck if Saga... Until they put some epilogue on YouTube saying that it's over. 
if Saga never comes back, I will be legitimately heartbroken. Like, not getting closure to that story would would be the fucking worst, especially where they left it on the last yeah. cliffhanger. If if it ends where it ended, uh, I will riot. I will fucking I will fucking Annie Wilkes, Brian K. Vaughn to make something happen book or movie yes okay okay <laughs> probably more movie i don't know what that means uh i will misery him <laughs> so so in the in the the media misery which is the stephen king story um there's a very famous sequence uh, that happens towards the middle end ish where um, the main villain has found out that the main character is has been going around the house while she's not there. Um, and she ends up doing something severe to him to prevent him from moving around the house anymore. Um, and they are two different. And depending on what, if you're watching it or reading it, what she does is to the, to a similar body part, or it's to the same body part, but it's two very different things that she does. Right. Um, so I just asked, what, what would he do? I don't know if uh, I want to spoil it. It's a fucking 80-year-old book. Uh, in one yeah. of them, she cuts his foot off and burns it with a, a blowtorch. In the other one, she hobbles him, which is she puts yeah. a block of wood between his legs and breaks both of his ankles. Um, both very difficult to watch. This is a family-friendly podcast. Fuck is yeah, it? it is. Is it a family-friendly podcast? We are explicit, so yes. I, yeah. So, t- long story short i i'd probably put black science top five for me i think it's my favorite thing rick remender's ever written he's written a lot of really good um comics but they're all on the heavier side more philosophical stuff so reading his stuff back to back can can be a little heavy and there was a point in time where i was only reading his books and it was just brutal but in a good way but yeah i would say black science is the best thing he's written and i would highly recommend it i i was a big fan of his um uh what was it was it x factor uncanny x force uncanny x force thank you and then uncanny avengers was also very good his all of his work at marvel was awesome up until marvel was like do this thing and he yep. started to suck. Well, he got mandated it to was, suck. And then he it was Axis. Yeah. yeah, Axis was fucking terrible. Um, yep. And it was just a, clearly a crossover event that Marvel forced him to write. And that was annoying. Um, and I'm glad to hear that he's found um, basically, you know, the the best author, authors at Marvel always go off and do their own thing. So I'm glad that he's there doing his thing now, which is great. Same. So now that I've talked about what I've been up to... Tiffany, what have you been up to? That's my segue. Absolutely. Uh, oh, okay. No one fucking you... rakes anyone else over the coals for having bad segues. Hey, uh, but I don't. I don't try as hard as you to have bad segues. I think that's the thing. Like I, I put no effort into that bad segue. It's fine. Um, sorry, sorry. Let let me try a little harder. Uh, reading Black Science was a bit of a mountain climb for me. <laughs> Has anybody else climbed a mountain recently? <laughs> Alex, That's a bad segue. Your segues are always so much, so much better than 
than Dwight's. Wow. Harsh. So I'm mean. just I'm just kidding. Dwight. I love you, Dwight. Yeah. What Alex said. Don't um, eat my extra toasty cheeses. We're gonna open the box. We're just gonna dump them outside your house. On the on the ground. Um, hi. I don't know what I've been doing. I'm I'm kinda like Brian where I've been like just working. I'm like back to work full time. And it's great but also terrible. I think I I I like it but also hate it. Um so on the weekends I have now been escaping into the woods. Um I talked about this on the New Year's twenty twenty wrap up that I started hiking last year. Um and now since the first of the year I've probably gone every other weekend for the first two months of the year and it doesn't seem like it's gonna stop so yeah i hide in the woods now um i have a couple of friends that i go with and then i've been going and doing some stuff with bonnie friend is, of the podcast is bonnie. bonnie not a friend i know who who that She's, is yeah you do know <laughs> who that is yeah so i don't who's bonnie <laughs> friend of the podcast oh Bonnie, Bonnie's different because Bonnie's like family. L- literally. <laughs> literally. She's part of the No Refunds family. And basically, yeah. Anyway. And Brian's um, family. So last weekend, it's been really snowy and it was really rainy and it's been kind of cold. So last weekend, um, Bonnie and I went to the mountain that we've been. It's, it's, there's like mountain, we use it loosely, like there's three mountains they're not like super tall or anything they're like under a thousand feet um and you know there's a bunch of trails and like you don't have to like get crazy but we had been going for a couple weeks and doing a couple like shorter shorter ones and um we were kind of like fuck it we're gonna go we're gonna get to the top of one of these peaks um so (laughs) we hiked up a mountain in the ice we had our spikes on and like it was kind of scary to like literally walk up like it's just just pure ice (laughs) like i i can't even like describe how cool it is to just be like all right let's just climb up the top of this thing and we got these spikes on our boots and hopefully we don't fall yeah we made it to the top and it was really cool it only took us i say only it took us an hour and a half to get to the top um, and like a little bit less to come down. So it was like a three hour round trip and it was awesome. Mm-hmm. When you say spikes on your boots, do you mean like those little nano spike things that you like? Yeah. These ones on are there? like, yeah. these ones are pretty, they're pretty beefy. They're like, oh. they're more, they're micro spikes versus nano spikes. So they're like a little bit bigger, but yeah, yeah. Basically like metal, <laughs> like they almost remind me of like, like what you would, see like on a tow truck like having like the the chains on like a tire like around the tires like that's what it reminds me of like strapping that it over your boot sounds terrifying because like on like yesterday i was walking to pick up prescriptions mm-hmm. in town and some of the sidewalks are just like glare ice mm-hmm. and those terrify me so a mountain is like whole other animal here yeah it was it was super scary because like i haven't used my spikes yet for like ice and it like is pretty like you get weirdly like overconfident 
And I'm like, I can walk on fucking anything. So it's like, you still have to remember, like, it's ice and you have to be careful, but, like... Do you have to be intentional about, like, planting your your feet or something? Or Not as much as you would think. Did it take you much longer than it would have taken you had it not been icy? Probably not. Wow. That, yeah. that surprises me. Yeah, probably not. I think I did it over the summer, um... And I, I have to look, but I think it was about the same amount of time. Uh, Did you walk past any frozen corpses on the mountain? <laughs> <laughs> no, but there were so many people with their f- dogs. I was like, what the, f- how your dog came up here? I don't know. It's been cool. It's so quiet. It's so like, it's so beautiful out in the snow. And it makes me like really appreciate winter in a way that I usually don't. Cause usually I'm like super depressed and sad more than usual so like being able to get outside and actually like kind of enjoy the cold weather and enjoy the snow and enjoy the ice has been very very nice and very like it makes you feel kind of badass uh two questions number one yeah uh you said it took you less time to come down the mountain is that because Mm -hmm. you were sledding (laughs) (laughs) no and when i say less time like like a difference of like five minutes. Well, that could be five minutes worth not, of sledding. I'm just like, saying. <laughs> no. And and two. No, so so now that you've climbed the mountain in both winter and summer uh, settings, which did you enjoy more, or did you like different things about the the climb during different times? Um, I think I liked it in the winter more because it's so it feels crazier and it's so fucking beautiful like it's not a super tall mountain but when you get up there you can see like so far and there was just something about being up there in the winter it just I don't know it was really cool in the summer it's also really beautiful but like it's busier and I don't know it's more peaceful in the winter so I think winter that's what I've been doing. Just escaping into the woods when things get stupid. I'm going to bring Dwight out there soon. Ooh, does Dwight have spikes? No. no. I need some. He's got boots, though. I do. do. I got you new boots for some. Christmas. I've been I've, I've been yeah. walking on the treadmill. I've been I've been trying to trying to lose this belly. I've seen that I've seen you guys going for walks in the in like the wintry weather around the the lake near mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. which has been nice when you post post pictures online. And also Dwight shared a bunch of photos in Discord. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that was something you did recently, but no. that was all very interesting. I think I wrote about that in the Discord. That was from our anniversary trip back in October when we oh, went okay. up to Mount Washington. And I finally okay. got around to editing and developing the pictures. Um, and so I think they're Did you fucking... just say developing the pictures? That's what it's called in the program that I use, Lightroom. Uh, it's called, oh, okay. called developing. That's cool. I didn't know that. Tiffany, have you been taking your your camera out on hikes like this to take photos? Uh, like, seeing photos like that would be really cool. I am too scared to hike with my camera. I've been I got a GoPro okay. for Christmas. I think I might have talked about. Um, I'm like, I, when we were out there on Saturday or Sunday, there was a guy just like with sneakers on and a camera around his neck, and I was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> it's February, there's ice, and you're in your sneakers and your camera. I'm like, that is a 
that you're like asking for that camera to like be destroyed. That feels so like I have my phone. It's fine. I don't understand like that. That to me just screams out like amateur. Or it's a power move. Maybe it's maybe it's an alpha power move. Or he's like hyper professional, where he's like, "I've done this a thousand times, and this is nothing to me now." Like, because when we went up the mountain, uh, when we went up in October, I I took it was my work camera technically, so I was just like so protective and nervous of it because you know it's my work camera. Um, So I the, the fact that this person was out there just like fuck it is like weird to me. <laughs> he seemed wildly unprepared, so I, I, mean, I maybe he just has like 15 cameras and like this one was like who cares? Yeah, maybe that was his <laughs> shitty camera. Yeah, I mean, maybe. Knows? I was just trying to look up and see, not that this is like very thrilling uh this is not very thrilling conversation. Disagree. I'm thrilled. But but yeah, so I did that hike back in July, and it took three hours and four minutes round trip. And this one was two hours and 50 minutes. It was like 10 minutes less time or wow. 15 minutes less time. Oh, probably because you slided down at the end, right? No, I didn't right? slide down. <laughs> That's obviously it. Oh, fine, fine. it. You hooked up the reindeer to your sleigh, and they pulled you down. That would be so fucking awesome. I what, would love that. What? Which of you was the snowboard, and which was of you was the rider at the end? Ooh, um, I don't know. I didn't have my snow pants on that day because that could have been me. Mm. Just like <laughs> that's a weird fucking question. I I don't know. Don't we just ask weird questions here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How much? But, uh three how much is too much four (laughs) okay i like i really have nothing else like i've been playing the animal crossing update i've been kind of whatever but i'm just so fucking bogged down and what do you mean whatever what was the animal crossing update the the mar the mario update oh yeah there's really no like it's just items like it's super cute but that's like not worth you know i i literally go to work and then go to school, and then that's all I do, and eat and poop, that's fair. and sleep. So I also eat and poop and <laughs> sleep. I just we've been doing other stuff, but I think we're gonna save it for a different time, yeah. maybe. Yeah, WandaVision. Seems... We've been watching Shit's Creek, like stuff I don't really like want to talk about in depth because it's just like my brain is mush by Wednesdays now. Yeah. So that's... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, something we didn't really talk about. We watched the, well, I quote-unquote watched, but Alex actually watched the Golden Globes. Oh, yeah, we kind of watched it. We watched, like, the back half after I think they fixed everything because we were watching, I think we were watching Shit's Creek, and then we just kind of stopped, and Tiffany was like, oh, well, the Golden Globes are on. Do you want to watch that? I was like, yeah, I I guess. I totally forgot. Yeah, it's like that's... So, As usual, I haven't seen anything in the Golden Globes. So, so Alex, the, the Golden Globes is traditionally <laughs> the kickoff of the awards season. Does that still hold true this year? Or is are there any other awards? We, didn't the Oscars get pushed until like June or something like that? The April. The April. Oscars are going to be in April this year. 
Fucking why? You know what pisses me off about that? And it's not even that they pushed it. That's fine. That's whatever. It's that when in pushing it, they also extended the eligibility window, which makes no yep. fucking sense to me. Like that destroys the whole purpose of a yearly awards that if you're going to yep. have it be like a year and a half, like what? Why? That makes no sense yeah. to me. It, they're, they're pushing into weird like Emmy territory because the Emmys are from like June to like may the the window for eligibility for them is so weird it's technically roughly a year but it ends up mixing things from like the previous year with things from this year and i hate i've always hated the emmys and i don't like watching them for that reason and then i was watching the golden globes this weekend and things were winning that came out this year and i was just like what the fuck but it's because eligibility was extended for, I think, a month and a half or something. Yeah, th- that came out this year. But then you also have shows like Shit's Creek, which ended fucking in January of 2020, winning yep. everything. Like it makes it's that breaks my brain. I don't like yep. that. Yeah, I don't I don't like it either. And I hope that they I hope that they haven't shot themselves in the foot and that they're going to have to continue this cycle at this point. Because uh, how are you're gonna have to have an abbreviated year? Like, is next year's Oscars eligibility just gonna be February of this year to December of this year? Are they just gonna like cut out? Uh, I don't know, but uh, it was it was weird for me, and I don't think I liked it. But whatever, I'm maybe I'm the only one. What we watched, I remember, I, I enjoyed. It took us a little bit because we missed the beginning. I, we missed the fact that like they were in two different locations and yep. and like everything, ever all of the um, nominees were zooming or skyping in or whatever. Um, some of the like we missed all the major technical hiccups. Apparently, there was but, were, was a bunch. Or there was there were only like one, maybe two oh, okay. that I can think of. It was like. Yeah. Daniel Kaluuya, Kaluuya won the first award, and when they went to him to give his acceptance speech, his sound wasn't wasn't on. Oh, that was the big one that I remember. Other than that, I don't re- really remember there being many. I don't. I mean, I wasn't paying as much attention as as you and the others were, but like the most memorable thing to me, I guess, was like the um, the posthumous Chadwick uh Chadwick Boseman stuff absolutely that like his wife's speech when he won for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom his role in that uh her speech was gut-wrenching like absolutely tearjerker I I remember Jess said something about Catherine Zeta-Jones I think came out right after I think it was Catherine Zeta-Jones her and Michael Douglas came out uh, I can't remember who came out, but whoever came out right after, maybe Bryce Dallas Howard. She went, that person definitely didn't listen to that speech because there's no way they wouldn't be te- tearing up a little bit. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. It was, uh, I loved the way she did it. And it was, that was one of the ones we actually saw. And it was just, yeah, it was like a massive gut punch. Just Absolutely. The, the message and the the tone of it and. Oh, uh, it sucks. It was, the chat. I don't think we talked about that ever. The Chadwick Boseman died, but that fucking is horrible. Yeah, it was a very well done speech, and overall, the award show was pretty good. 
most of the speeches were pretty pretty good um i can't think of any that i hated where i was just like man get off the screen but for the most part uh i felt prepared for the golden globes but i hadn't seen most of the things that ended up winning i had seen pretty much everything else in the category which felt bad (laughs) but that happens i i am is it shocking to you that Sasha Barra Cohen won for Borat twice? Absolutely. Like Absolutely. that. What Wait, else why was... is that shocking? I I just I felt like the movie was fine. I actually am not surprised that he won Best Actor. I'm surprised it won Best Film, a Best Comedy Film, because it just I didn't think it was. I had only seen three movies nominated in the category and I thought it was the weakest of the three that I had seen. I mean, it wasn't fantastic, but like, as like a person who doesn't follow movies very closely, I don't even remember any other comedies that like even got talked about. I remember Palm Springs very well and very fondly. I, I think that Palm Springs was much better than Borat. Yeah, it but was... Palm Springs is just Groundhog's Day, and like I'm, I'm saying that in all seriousness. Like I don't, I just yeah. think that concept in and of itself cannot, like, will always pale in comparison. So I think people are just like, eh. Also, this year right. was incredibly political for obvious reasons, Absolutely. And, I, and I think that has a lot to do with why um, Borat pulled out front. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I, f- I still haven't finished all of Borat. <laughs> yet because i was super shit-faced the first time and then i fell asleep the second time so i still have not watched the entire movie so i don't know i was i was very happy to see ted lasso jason sudeikis win best actor for ted lasso because that show is amazing and he is hilarious on it i highly recommend that show to anyone what is that? Because I saw him win and I have no idea. I've not heard of that. So Ted Lasso is an Apple TV, Apple Plus, whatever show that is based off of a, a like SNL kind of skit that they did to promote the Premier League. I think it was the Premier League airing on NBC Sports. And Jason Sudeikis played this kind of over-the-top, hammy, American football coach, soccer coach. And it was just a character that he was doing to for an ad. And then Apple TV was like, let's make a show out of that. And they made a show, and it's great. I'm never going to watch it then, because Apple TV Plus <laughs> is, like, so stupid. The... I, I oh, gotta stupid. admit, I gotta admit, I like I I think it's kind of silly that they made their own streaming service, but everything I've watched through their streaming service has been great. The morning show was amazing. Ted Lasso was great. Uh, Defending Jacob was really good, and I feel like there was another one that I watched that I liked, but I'm forgetting it now. Is Defending it- Jacob the uh, the Chris Evans one? Yeah, I know somebody yeah. who was in that show. Ooh, which, which is exciting. Weird. Yeah. Explain. So, so somebody somebody I used to work with at um, my former company, uh, 
he was laid off and he ended up like not knowing what he wanted to do. And so he kind of was like, I'm going to try doing acting. And so he was like doing like the Boston casting stuff. And he ended up being cast as the younger version of the main character's father in like the prison flashbacks. If I'm not mistaken, you you only see him in like shadow or silhouette or whatnot. But I used to work with that guy. Cool. Judd knows him. Uh, Yeah. So good, good on him. Uh, did you watch Wolf Walkers? I did. Wolf Walkers. Oh my god, that's amazing. on my list now. That was I'd the see- other thing that came out of the Golden Globe. Ah, uh, there was. I keep seeing the trailers for it, and I want to watch Walkers? it because it, it's the the same people that did like Secret of Kells, which yep. I also haven't seen. But the animation is fucking gorgeous. It's so pretty. Have you uh, watched that studio's other movie, Tiffany? The the, the one about the Selkies, the like, what is it no. called? Song, I think it's called Song of the Sea. Oh, yeah. I have not. I, oh, I feel like old. I would love yeah. all of these. Like, there's like, there's, the animation's so good. The yes. animation is so pretty, and they're super steeped in folklore, mm-hmm. which I like. Yeah. So, that would be the only reason I, I have to go find them because I want to watch those. I just didn't know if it was good because I feel like it could have been like just super cheesy, but. Well, Farkers was very good. In fact, all the animated movies I watched this year were very good. I'll probably watch it at some point if it ever, you know, is available not on an Apple exclusive <laughs> software. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same fam. It has a 99% rating on Rotten Rotten Tomato. Sorry, I just like muted myself mid-sentence. Yeah, mid-tomato. It's got 99 tomatoes <laughs> out of 100. Mid, mid-tomato. 99% positive. 99 tomatoes out of 100. 99% of a tomato. 99 <laughs> tomatoes. Is that why like when it's below 60%, they call it the squish because you've only got 60% of the tomato and it just kind of collapses they, in on itself? They call mm-hmm. it rotten. They don't. I don't think they call it the squish, do they? I thought it was squished tomatoes. It's like a splat like a, icon. It's like a Maybe splat, it but yeah. it's yeah, they, not rotten. It's just rotten. They call it rotten. The site is called Rotten Tomatoes. Never heard of it. Never true. heard of you. So this has been no refund. <laughs> we didn't even talk about what Dwight's yeah. going to do. Oh, right. Dwight's Speaking. on this show. Tiffany, Tiffany, segue to Dwight. Yeah, big, big segue here. Big segue. Speaking of things of myth and legend and folklore... <laughs> <laughs> Dwight, how are you? What a what a bad uh, what a bad segue. Let's make her under, over the calls just like Dwight. Thank you, Brian, for supporting me. I wasn't gonna say I, anything, but I love that we're all, me and Alex are super mean to Dwight, and Brian's always like, uh, that's rude." Please this is why we added trying. Brian because he's trying, he's helping me. I, I think sometimes I is, get to be mean though. I think the thing is. The three of us have been doing a podcast together for so long that we're all, we always gang up on one person. It's like yep. Dwight and I will gang up on Tiffany. Yep. Tiffany and I will gang up on Dwight. Maybe I it's gang me up on because everybody. I don't feel like Dwight and Tiffany ever gang up on me. But Brian's always, now we brought him in to be the nice guy. No, yes. I want to gang up on everybody else. Okay. Oh. By yourself? Like, just. Yeah. <laughs> just yep. be really combative. Defeats the, the purpose of ganging episode. up, but I love it. Um, so, so one of the things that I've been doing recently is playing, um, some monster hunter again. Uh, we, we had, I think Alex was talking about this, uh, and so I 
was I don't like playing that game with mouse and keyboard because I've been playing it on PC um, to, to play with Brian and Alex and Billy and like, a couple other people I think have popped in now every now and then, uh, Kyle. Um, but I've been playing with my PlayStation controller and I was doing some math and every single PlayStation controller that I own, uh, the DualShock 4s, was, is at least four years old. And they definitely get a lot of use out of me, probably daily. Um, and so I was there. There's one of them that uh, when I when I try to run straight, it kind of veers off to the left a little bit, and so it makes like jumping or like running in a straight line and like hitting jumps uh, un- not effective. Another one that I have um, is constantly like pressing the up button, like it just is is fucked. Um, and then my last one, um, finally went last weekend where the, the down button on the D pad just broke. It does not work. And it was fine for a little while because like I could use the, the, the joystick to navigate. And then I was playing this game called concrete genie and you need to use the D the, the down button to select your paintings or something like that. And I was like, I, I can't play any I can't use my controllers for any of these games now so I had to go get a new controller last weekend I ended up going to Target so I I went I went north to Target and where I also got a haircut not in Target but next to it and uh while I was up there I was like "Ah," they didn't have any so I went to a Walmart they didn't have any so I ended up going down south to another Walmart didn't have any went to the mall where GameStop and Best Buy all sold out of controllers and like I could have bought one online but I wanted to play that day it's one it is insane to me that you cannot find any sort of like game peripheral right now in general like switches are sold out everywhere PS5s are sold out everywhere like uh, I could have got a PS5 controller but I don't know if that would have worked with my PC it probably would have but that would have been fucking weird to just have a ps5 controller and be using that for pc stuff also i can't play games on my playstation so i was like fuck it i there when i was in target they did have one controller i don't know if i said this i didn't they had they had one controller but it was a gold controller which i already own and i was like i don't really want to double up on colors because i just didn't it was a weird thing got to the end of the day and i was like fuck it i'm gonna go pick up that controller i was driving up north and as I was pulling off the highway, there was a Kohl's there. And I went into Kohl's. I, I, I quickly pulled up on my phone whether or not uh, Kohl's even sells dual shock controls. It's like, I know they have an electronic section in there. And I walked in and they had fucking like 20. And it was awesome. I got, I got the blue one that I wanted. Very, very happy. But the reason I'm telling this story is because in the parking lot of that Kohl's, there was a Wendy's. And I said, I've been everywhere today. I deserve a treat. So I went to the Wendy's. They had like a mile long line because people all like to drive through right now for obvious reasons. And I walked in and there was nobody in line. Go up to the counter and this this gentleman comes out. Young kid, probably still in his teens. Comes up. Well, how can I help you? Could I have a large chocolate frosty? That's what I was feeling as a treat to myself. And he says, yes. I give him my credit card. He gives it back to me. And then he just kind of stands there. And I was like, okay. And he stands there. Okay. He stands there for like 30 seconds before 
turning around and, and walking over to where the cups are for the Frosties. And he just stands there and he looks at the cups and he looks at the Frosty machine and then he turns back and he walks back over to the, the counter and he stands there. And then he finally kind of turns to where people are like manning the, uh, the drive through and he goes, uh, Hey, Hey, uh, excuse me. And he finally gets someone's attention and he like goes like, um, which one are the large cups? Cause he clearly was new. Like at this point I've pieced it together. I'm like, okay, this person's brand new and, and they just haven't been trained on what to do yet. That's totally fine. Um, so, so this guy comes over and he goes, those are the large cups. Now, the way that Wendy's has their cups laid out is there are clearly what is the soda cups next to what is their ice cream cups. Yep. And this guy comes over and says, this is the large cup. And he points to the soda cup. Yep. Gentleman behind the counter looks at that, goes, thank you. The guy walks back to the, walks back to the, uh, to the drive through window. Um, the, the guy helping me out turns and just kind of looks at them again. Turns back to me, turns back to the cups. At this point, someone else has come out and is like, oh, I, I don't know how to, I don't know how to clock out. So there was, a, so I, at this point I'm like, they must've like just hired a bunch of new people because this other person was still even learning how to like sign off for his own shift. Mm -hmm. My guy helps him out. Clearly my guy knows something, knows something um, about what's going on here. Co goes back, picks up a large cup, walks over to the frosty machine and just stands there. And like, you can see the gears turning in his head that he's like, this is not right. This is not how it's supposed to go. He puts the cup back, walks back over to the register, stands there for a little while again, tries to get someone else's attention, does not work, goes back, picks up a large cup. And then he's, you can just see him visually, visually just go, fuck it. And he filled up a large a large soda cups worth of frosty for me like like a 60 ounce like or a, whatever. like a, like i think it's 32 but I think it's, it's 32 okay. i yeah. think it's 32 a 32 ounce cup of frosty and it was like such a mess and there was I, so I much shit like, in there that's like double what a normal large frosty should it be it seems right? like a ton at, at least and it was one of those moments where it was like this person and i even said at one point i was like i don't think that's the right cup and he almost gave me that look of like right like this is this can't be it but we both heard that other guy tell him these are the large this cups, is the cups. Yeah. I, I like the no. idea that you, you say to him like i don't think that's the right cup and he looks at you and goes fuck you i work here i know what the right cup is See, this is it now I kind of wish he had just gone whole hog and like first filled it with like two orders of chicken nuggets or five or something. Oh, first. Yeah. It'd just been like then Fuck frosty it. on top. Yeah. yeah. Bury the the, the fries. I mean, that and sounds nuggets. like a dream. That's the perfect frosty. Absolutely. That sounds so good. So, oh my so, god. So that's what I had when I got it. Like, Tiffany, I I, 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 Tiffany called me Did while you I was freeze on the it afterwards. No, like, I fucking okay. ate the whole goddamn thing because one, I'm a pig, and two, I got a frosty. And I'm going to eat my Frosty. So, um, I'm doing some research. A normal large Frosty is 20 ounces. Wow. <laughs> okay. um, he, he didn't fill it to the brim, to be fair. He filled the most of the bottom and then like just kind of like let it all over itself to the point where it spilled over the top. At, at, and I don't know if this is correct, 
but a large drink at Wendy's is 40 ounces. Yeah, okay. So, it's, like double. so yeah. it's double. So you uh, got double. Hold on. How many calories are in a large frosty? Um, hold on, I can tell you. It's because I would like, like to it's, double that. It's probably like uh, five hundred. I think no, it's like five hundred. Maybe six hundred. I used to be good at my um, at my counting calories, and I used to get frosties from Wendy's when I was doing like the app stuff. I think it's I think it's like five hundred, six hundred. It's five hundred and ninety calories for a large frosty. So round it to six hundred and then add six hundred. So I, I had twelve hundred calorie treat right there. I earned yeah. it after driving all over the place trying to find this goddamn controller. I think um, you would have earned it if you had walked to all of those locations <laughs> to get the controller. I mean, it's uh, roughly the same as eating a pint of Ben and Jerry's, right? Yeah. Like, and nobody yeah. eats less than a pint of Ben and Jerry's if you buy a pint. I eat less than a pint. Whoa, what? You're a monster. You okay. open a pint of Ben and Jerry's, you don't eat the whole thing? Hey, Alex, I share, I you're share a monster. I share it with, like, my mom and my uh, dad. Weird. Well, we'll get a pint and we'll, like, each have a third. Wow. That's a lot of Sorry, self-control that it? I do not have. Um. So, okay. So that's what First I've been question, up to. How how long from start to finish did it take for you to get a controller in your hands? And how long from start to finish did it take for you to get a Frosty in your hands? Can uh, I just say, yes. in the time that you were gone, I went to the outlets with Taylor and Aaron, came back, made lunch, went to the gym with Gina, worked out, came back, and you had just gotten home. It was like... It was a long fucking day. I, I left it probably around 11, maybe 12. Like, I left it around 12. I ended up getting a haircut, and I got home at, like, 3.30. So it was, it was like, three and a half, maybe four hours worth of, of traveling. And during How that long whole, were you in that Wendy's? In the Wendy's? um, Like, 10 minutes, which is... Which is a long time, which is a long time when it's, there was, I literally walked up to the counter. There was nobody yeah. in line, walked up, said my order, and yeah, like maybe 10 minutes. It was a fucking okay. long time. It was funny though. Solid. And that's what I've been up to. That's, that's all you've been up to? That's all, uh, all that matters. <laughs> that's it. No, that's, that's not true. I, right I, I, I've been watching the boys and um, watching Shit's Creek. And that's... How have you been enjoying The Boys? I know I've talked about it. I've gushed about it on here. So The Boys is fantastic. Um, I'm really enjoying it. I'm not shocked that I enjoy it. First off, because of the subject matter. Second off, um, I love every single character on that show. Everybody is interesting. Um, even if they are horrible monsters who are doing terrible things. Um, there is no scene that is playing out that I'm like, I don't care about what's going on here. Uh, I, I was watching an episode today and it reminded me of Breaking Bad um, in the sense of once Breaking Bad got into a rhythm of being very good, um, the entire show, like I kind of like deconstructed it in my mind of being like each episode is maybe four to five to six scenes. Like that's really all that a show of that caliber really is, is it's, it's four or five or six scenes of just like five to seven minutes of something happening to a set of characters. And it has now gotten to the point where everything that is happening is 
moving the plot forward and I am invested in whatever is happening to everybody on screen. Even the weird bullshit that's going on with the deep, um, which is the, the weirdest bullshit. And I'm like, assuming it's going to pay off in some capacity. I hope it does. Um, that's the only part that I'm like the only, like if they're focusing on him, this hopefully will be important at some point. Um, but everyone else to the point where like, even the Homelander stuff, which is like, it's not even that big of a spoiler to say like, he's kind of like a unhinged Superman. Um, Mm -hmm. It is, I'm enjoying watching him slowly crack even more than he already has been. Yep. And that's just been super fun. Um, Superman, um, <laughs> The Flash, uh, Aquaman. I, I I love the stuff with, all right. I don't, I don't want to say I love the stuff with The Deep, but I love when I figured out what they were doing with him. Meaning like when the, 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 the Robin Hood style guy showed up and I was like, Oh, that's funny. Um, I don't really want to spoil things. People haven't watched it, but that, that was very clever. And I loved that. Um, I, the thing that I think I'm most invested in, at least on the, from the first season was I really love Huey and I don't remember her civilian names relationship, Mm -hmm. Huey and Starlight, like their relationship is, I love watching it. Like if it was, the show was just them. I would be there. Uh, everything else that's happening is is phenomenal. Um, it's not overly like cinematic in, in terms of like the shot composition. Like it, most of it's pretty good. It's nothing to like write home about. Some of the effects and the violence is incredibly over the top and very well done um, to a shocking degree. Um, oh, that's right. He died. Uh, I was just thinking of anyways. Um like, <laughs> Oh yeah, long story short. Um, I was thinking of the the guy who like touched people in the first season. Mm-hmm. Uh, that happened. Um, what else did I like about it? I don't know. It's just great. It, it's been it's been a lot of fun. And uh, if it continues this quality uh, going forward, I don't see why it won't be maybe one of my favorite shows. It's mm-hmm. very cynical, which I'm not super a fan of. But we'll see what ends up happening. And I don't know if you, you probably brought this up, but is it a like a law or is it required that Juan Carlos Esposito is like the big bad bad guy in every show from now on? Because one, he's amazing at it. And two, he showed up and I was like, oh, OK, I automatically know what he, he is going to be. Like, yep. It's just not I, even like fun at this point. <laughs> I think it, he's just so good at it, which... I mean, mildly makes me sad because I I hate when somebody gets typecast because they did something good so good once that everyone's just like, oh, we need that guy for that role. But I've seen him do a few things where that's very outside that wheelhouse that I hope he continues to gain traction in that regard as well. But most of his big stuff at this point is just, I'm the big bad. And everybody knows it the moment they see my face. Yeah, I big thumbs up for me. I'm I'm on I'm in the middle of episode three from season two right now. So solid. Well, I'm glad you're enjoying it. I'm not that shocked that I enjoy it. Like it it it's not like I said not that far out of my wheelhouse that this would not be something that I would like. Like so, it makes mm-hmm. sense that I'm enjoying it. Yeah. 
And I've cool. been watching Schitt's Creek as well with Tiffany. Um, we are we just started season six, which is the last season. So I'm sure once that's done, we'll probably have like a, a conversation about that. Um, yeah, I can talk Schitt's Creek with you. Have you seen it all? I watched or, all of it. I I also did just download um, Final Fantasy VII Remaster, which I am very much looking forward to playing because that's free this month on PlayStation Plus. Remake. Did I say remaster? I said yeah. remaster, remake. Yeah. Uh, I hope you enjoy, and I hope that PS5s become actually available. available at some point because I'm looking forward to the the stuff that they announced on in the PlayStation State of Play. I didn't watch any of the State of Play. Was there anything good beyond the Final Fantasy stuff that was announced? Uh, I guess it depends on what you're into. I think Kina was the next most exciting thing for me, which is like playable pixar film it looks great um i don't know death loop uh is kind of exciting if you liked the dishonored series there's odd world stuff there's new crash bandicoot stuff or not new but remastered for ps5 crash bandicoot so yeah none of that sounds all that sounds like stuff i'd heard about before besides that pixar thing you were talking about but even then maybe was that announced uh, it had been announced they just showed more of it gotcha i'm waiting to hear more about that harry potter game that should be fun i don't know what you're talking about they had announced a harry potter open world game during one of the playstation 5 launch event things it looks like fun but anyways so does anyone have anything else that they want to wrap up tiffany you good alex you good brian you good uh, I think I'm all good. Nice. Know. Okay. I am all good. Sweet. Well, I think that does it for another. I am all good. Yeah, solid. Nice. Everyone was saying it, so I wanted <laughs> to say it. Too. I think that does it for another episode of uh, No Refunds. Um, once again, uh, thank you very much for listening, and we are going to be doing in a couple of episodes our top five favorite albums so if you want to email in what your top five or what your number one album is or send a audio clip of yourself talking about it we will incorporate that into the episode i'm very much looking forward to that um and you can email us uh send those to no refunds podcast at gmail.com and yeah you are listening to the hyper potions time trials thank them very much and with that, we will talk to you next time. Bye. 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 Oh, bye. <laughs>